0: Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon.
1: Well,
0: I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The puddles podcast is starting real soon. Y'all, welcome to Puddles. With Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Puddle Boy, a.k.a. 12 Falls, a.k.a. Old Gray Balls, a.k.a. Elbow Skin, a.k.a. uh, Thick Eyebrows, a.k.a. Alien Thumbs, a.k.a. Wide Thumbs, a.k.a. Ew, get those thumbs away from me, a.k.a. All Day, a.k.a. A.k.a. Um, What's going on? Uh, Great show today. We got Heather McMahon who is just so incredibly talented, and I really do love her. She, she has somehow uh, made her own lane, which is just always impressive when you can do it kind of without anyone really helping other than you just making great content and connecting with people. Uh, she's amazing. Um, I'm good, if you're wondering. I just got back from the gym. I've just been lifting uh like meathead lifts now. I go through so many different kinds of workouts. It's kind of crazy and I yo-yo like crazy. I eat great all day and then at 12 at night I'll get an egg and cheese and a veggie burger and then I'll take the burger off the off like the bun, off the bread so I don't eat bread and then halfway through eating the veggie burger. I'll then I'll eat the bun. Like I'll start like nap, like getting the bun, you know, and then I'll start mixing the bun and then I'll just only eat the bun. I'm a fucking mess. And then I'll like do half the egg and cheese sandwich and then put the other half to the side to try to be healthy. And then that lasts 30 seconds, it's just, I mean, I don't know. You know, I I try not to have too big of expectations on how I eat and how and and trying to be easy on myself, which I think we need to do. Um, but it's tough when um, when you it's tough when you're trying and you fail. I shouldn't just completely let myself go and then I would have no problem, you know. No, I would. I'd have other issues and I'd be probably sadder. Have you anyone been waking up just like depressed lately? I know that doesn't sound uh, that funny or thrilling. It is kind of funny. I wake up with uh, a lot of dread and it's tough to even take on the day. And then about 10 minutes later, for some reason, I'm completely fine. But right when I wake up, I'm just like, fuck, fuck, COVID, fuck, fucking more depressing news, fuck, you know? But, uh, things are good. Things are good. Um, you know, so let's do some story time. Some great stories here. I, uh, this was pretty, uh, incredible. So five years ago, my husband, my pug dog, and I went to visit my family in Texas. We had an evening flight home on a Sunday. So that day we decided to day drink before heading to the airport already i see kind of where this is going you know getting fucking hammered at the airport everyone thinks it's like you forget that you still have to go through the ticket counter that you still have to wait in line like like you can't just keep drinking like until i guess maybe you can if you have a flask but i'm just saying like like getting fucked up and going to the airport then you're just fucking standing in line it's terrible i've had so many times where i've stood in line like, after a trip to Vegas, and I'm just, like, thinking I'm going to die because I'm so hungover. And I'm just, like, oh my God, I just feel like fucking, like, an old man that's dying who's on dialysis. And I'm just, I've already thrown up four times. Fucking airport sucks. That's why I'm going to fly private soon once, you know, my Patreon gets higher. Um, so, we had an evening flight home. Okay. So, well, I had a little too much. And by the time we got to the airport, it was storming pretty bad and our flight got delayed. Eventually, we were all being escorted to the basement of the airport because there was a random tornado in the area. I was terrified. So what else was there to do to take your mind off the situation but to have sex? Tornado sex? Goddamn. There's nothing better than a little tornado sex, boy. It really is hilarious that you're like, uh, we all might die, so I might as well get a nut in. Um, I mean, I guess there's something hot about, like, tornadoes, like, coming at you. Maybe you'll die, so you might as well fuck within the last two minutes. Or just, like, you're not even really thinking about it because you're so drunk. You don't really think, like, oh, you know, this tornado can, you know, fucking kill people. I don't know. We found the nearest family bathroom, pug in tow, and my husband bent me over the counter and started fucking me. I can only imagine what the dog was thinking. When I drink, I used to get a little too sexually aggressive, so I began yelling at him to choke me harder and harder. Jesus. Next thing I knew, I woke up to my pug fervently licking the ground, and my husband was no longer inside me, and I said in the bitchiest, most sincere way possible, why aren't you still fucking me? Apparently, he choked me until I passed out and simultaneously squirted everywhere. And that's how we learned our pug likes the taste of squirt. Oh, God. (laughs) Look, look at those eyes of a pug. They're always like, I'd love to eat some ass. You know, they're always just like. Pugs always are like, I'm ready. I'm ready to eat some ass and some squirt. I wish that's where the story ended. But unfortunately, dumbass me continued to bitch my man out for not continuing to have sex with me and all the way until the tornado has passed and we were on the plane about to take off. Picture me drunk, register emotional support pug in my lap, loudly complaining for all to hear, husband quiet and mortified until an air marshal comes over and tells me if I speak to talk any more then I'll be kicked off the plane. I slept the rest of the way home and since then I have not drank before a flight. We have had sex in more airports and planes though. Jesus. Sometimes you hear those stories and you're like maybe it is great to be married. You know? Just like two horny fucks down. I've never fucked on a plane. Um, I've jerked off on a school bus. I've jerked off on a plane. So I'm part of I don't know. I don't even know if that would be called the mile high club if you're just alone masturbating sad while sweating uh to your own thoughts that's pretty hot. (laughs) This was a great story. I appreciate it, dude. I mean, it, it has so much to unpack. I mean, I just, I just love that the dog was there for all of it. And, um, you know, it's funny, like if you were on the plane with me and I sat next to you, I would, I would fucking hate this person. They came on, you know, and they were just like, you didn't fuck me, right? Uh, get me another wine. Uh, my dog is so important. It's like, shut up, bitch. But this story is pretty cool. But I definitely would hate you and try to get you thrown off the plane. Um, all right. Another, this is a quick story. Okay. No pun intended. It's called Jizz Pants. We go to dinner. Back to my place. It's a very typical, we both know what's going to happen situation. I turn on a hockey game. I start making out, and he jizzed his pants about four minutes in. (laughs) He must love hockey. (laughs) I got up. I looked at the stain on his jeans. He does not acknowledge it. (laughs) I love the idea of a guy having, like, a poker face, but it's just about to come in his pants. He's just like... No, no, come here. No, I don't know. Yeah, so hockey, huh? What, what is it, the third period? Yeah, I love hockey. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I've come. And yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. It's not really come. It's just, I just get, my pants get wet sometimes from the inside of my cock. Um, he sits in my couch for a solid five minutes, acting like nothing happened. I got up pretending to answer work emails. He finally asked to use the bathroom. And I had to stop myself from yelling, God, please. Yes, use the bathroom. Get out of my apartment. He left and I haven't heard from him since. Hmm. I wonder if he was just embarrassed about coming so quick or did you just not want to talk to him anymore? It sounds like you didn't want to talk to him anymore. Um, I'm trying to think if I ever... Oh, my God. In college, I did this all the time, whatever this guy did. I had a girlfriend and... Um, you know, she was a pretty good girl. So we dry humped. God, do you remember dry humping? And we dry humped for the first like four months of our relationship. And I would just come in my pants, like uh, in my underwear every time. And then I would just, I wouldn't even bring the underwear back home. I would just throw it away in the garbage or I wouldn't even wash it. Just, just like 40 pairs of, Gum filled underwear in my dorm room freshman year. God, I was obsessed with this girl. I would have came in anything, except her, I guess. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, it was just so much dry humping. And I think I've had a couple orgasms in my pants at strip clubs, but uh, not recently. Um, usually, I take my pants off now you know, I kind of feel bad for that guy. You know, he was just excited for you and hockey. And I, you know, you either come in your pants and girls are mad or or you don't come at all. And then they're even more angry. It's like, what do you want from us? You know, do you want me to, 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 I got to find the middle ground between coming in four minutes in my jeans and never coming. And then that's somehow your fault. I don't know. Anyhow, great show. Uh, Heather McMahon. She's so funny. Again, join my Patreon. Go to patreon.com. Puddles with Andrew Collin. Get more content there. Um, it's really a fun time over there. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the interview. All right. Love you guys. Double blitty fire. <laughs> Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. Uh, I could tell this is going to be a great pod. It's gonna be good it's gonna be pretty good pretty good uh (laughs) heather heather mcmahon from um talking to jennifer lawrence recently her (laughs) best friend i can't believe i even got her to talk to me now that she talks to oscar winners who's next al pacino i've
1: i've inquired to mr pacino he has not called me back so well well, he only has a landline no truly i feel like he's like bill murray where you have to like call a diner to get in touch with him. you know what i mean
0: Can I tell you this whole Bill Murray? Oh, my story with Bill Murray. He can't get it. He's an asshole. Oh, you got to find him by like sending him a letter (laughs) to a village in Phoenix outside of in in, in an igloo. Yes. That's that's hot, a hot
1: igloo. And then if you like order the apple pie a la mode, he knows that you know that we all know you mean business. You know what I mean? Fuck that. Mm Dude, How do
0: you get to that point? I mean, look, I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. I'm a little jealous. But how do you get to that point where people are like, That's the thing with assholes. The more of an asshole you are, the more people want you. And then you just end up living off the grid and people will travel by horseback to give you a script.
1: I always thought like I was gonna be different in the business. Like I'm just gonna be so nice and really just crush people with that southern hospitality. And that's gonna, you know, work begets work when you're not a dick. But I am starting to learn on like the other side of the coin that I really need to be just the biggest cunt. And that's how I'll that's how I will get people to call me back. I think you're right. You really have to be just a fucking twat. And then people will be like, she's got something that we need. Let's call her back. Dude,
0: this guy asked me to do a show recently and I was like mm-hmm. I was like, cool. Like I just wrote cool. Right. I followed me. He's like, I can't wait to see you. Like, this is a guy that, like, if he asked me to book a show, you know, three years ago, I'd be, thank you so much for thinking about me, sir. Thank you so much. Thank like, you, sir. Thank yeah. you, sir. Thank you, Papa. <laughs> yeah, but this is the funny thing. Like, you moved to Georgia, and you're like, I might be too out of the loop. Bill Murray lives in a hut and makes, you know what I mean. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, listen, I am, I am like you know, on the social medias, I'm, I'm whatever. I, I, I've got the emails, all the technology that the kids have, but Andrew, I need to apologize. You know how bad it is when I get texts. I have probably, let's see, and this is not because I'm popular. I want to make, state this for the record. I currently have 334 text messages. I haven't opened because I've had the same phone number since I was 15 and got a phone right. When I got my driver's permit. I'm in so many fucking group texts people will text me randomly all day long. I get so stressed out on the text message. I think I've said this before in your podcast. I need people to call me. Mm-hmm. If you call me old school, I will answer every time. But sometimes I don't even see your text for like two days because it just, it gets buried at the bottom. And then I go through every morning and try and catch up. So I probably seem like an asshole. Yeah. And I'm not and, popular.
0: And it just <laughs> makes me want you on the podcast. More.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does. It works. We this is do that I, with everything.
0: My mom's yeah. like, uh, Andrew, uh, I I need you, and it's like, bitch, you're at the. I'll get to you in three days, mom, and then you'll yeah. really love me, you know.
1: I I was I was trying to do this like, uh, kind of like an Instagram deal, but with this company here in Atlanta, because um, I'm doing a bunch of home repairs. So I'm like, great, I'll give them a shout out. We can work together. Yeah, yeah. I was in Canada working, um, last month and this woman, it it is funny doing business in the South. This woman called me and she's like, you haven't responded to my text that I sent you last night. I don't know who you think you're doing business with, but that's unprofessional. And I was like, I'm in a different country, but I'm only going to allow you to call me out. I was like, ma'am, sure. Uh Uh-huh. We don't have a contract, but yeah, just fucking call me at 8am while I'm in Canada and chew me (laughs) out. Sure. I mean, did you
0: do business with her?
1: We haven't yet, and she might be a liability, but we're gonna see how it goes. But it didn't turn you
0: off. It didn't turn you off.
1: No, it did. It did, but I was also like, You might be a touch of crazy that I'm willing to work with. You know what I mean?
0: No, like so you're either like back up or you're in each other's faces. Like there it's interesting, like sometimes people will be like, God, he's such a hustler, or she's such a hustler. Mm -hmm. She gets what she wants because she asks for what she wants so much and I respect it. But then there's other times where it's like Oh, this person's such a, like a a bottom feeder asking for everything. <laughs> like I don't understand the difference between someone that's like a hustler versus someone that uh, is annoying and gets their way by being annoying. You know what I mean? Like annoying yeah. versus hustler.
1: Yeah, there is a difference. I will say I do think you and I are very much so hustlers. But I think when you're in comedy, you have to just like the right amount of grimy but also have the work ethic. I think people think that like a lot of comedians are lazy but you can't be, you know. I mean we're for sure self-centered. I know that for sure. But um but no, I think to me the real dramatic actors are the fucking skeezy ones. Like, have you ever met anybody who de- has done, like, a soap before? No. And it's not because they do cheesy acting, but people who have, like, worked on soaps are fucking the grimiest people you've ever met. <laughs>
0: they are. Wait, what, I don't know. what makes them so grimy? There's How just many-
1: something about them. It's usually because they have, like, really chiseled facial features, so they already, you already, like, are like, you're trying to fuck me, aren't you? Even if you're not, and we just ran into each other at Starbucks, you're still trying to fuck me, but they just, they've done something to get on a soap. I feel like you... The, the trajectory of careers of people who start on soaps it just it ends up going straight to tax fraud you know what i mean
0: <laughs> i do think it's interesting what you said though like the hustler versus an annoying person the mm-hmm. hustler when they get the opportunity actually has a skill to bring to the yes,
1: table yes absolutely the
0: annoying person can get what they want but when they get it it's not going to last because they didn't work on the other part they just worked on the part of of finagling their way into the system or whatever right right yeah i
1: mean i still have like a touch of imposter syndrome sometimes when i'm like you know working with far more established people and i'm like do they know that they hired me for this job you know like i still have those moments but then i'm like no fuck that i put in the work i put in the time i deserve to be here but i do sometimes have to talk myself out of that for like a split second like i don't know if netflix knows but they hired heather mcmahon i live at my mother's you know what i mean Well, yes,
0: I I mean, I think, yeah, when you move home, you're living with mom, your mom's yelling at you, your mom's making fun of you. The thing she said yesterday to you about your pink hair, I think she called you some kind of pig.
1: Yes. It was There's a ride here in Atlanta. It's a Christmas ride for children, and it's called the Pink Pig. And it's outside of Lenox Mall, and it's like this giant blown-up Pink Pig, and then you go inside, and it's like a little carousel ride. I don't know why it's Pink Pig. It's just this famous thing. So I've been wanting to dye my hair light pink. There's a filter on Instagram. It's a vibe. Everybody who follows me is like, do it, fuck it, do it. I literally turned to mom in the car yesterday and said, hey, can I dye my hair pink? Why am I asking this 72-year-old drunk broad for permission? I I mean,
0: you were just on Netflix. I know.
1: And she goes, oh, God, no, Heather, you're going to look like that pig at Lennox Mall. Everyone's going <laughs> to want to ride you. I was like, God damn it. Fine. I won't.
0: She also said, why don't you sit on this? And she goes, mm-hmm. my GERDs. She called her. <laughs> Dude, she's crazy. And it took me a second to get it. But GERD is like a, a, an arthritic disease, yeah. right? So she's No, says- no, no.
1: GERD is gastroesophageal oh. reflux. Oh. No, she said sit on this and then she tried to say finger, but I think she like, like spliced it with a couple of different words. It was just a hot mess.
0: It is interesting. Your mom's accent is like a uh like a bookie or like yeah. uh or like uh, um someone that like an an agent, you know, like, hey, listen to me, kid. I'll take you places. Like it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> Robin has two modes. She has Boston Robin and like regular Robin. She doesn't... She has a thick Bostonian accent sometimes. Like every now and then I'll be like, Heather, you want some vodka or go to the spa? Like she hits a hot ah, But then other days it's just straight coffee talk from Long Island. It's a very weird New England, New York mix. It's, it's odd.
0: You dyeing your hair pink. Okay, mm-hmm. I've, I've put that filter on myself. Um, it does... It's not just the hair. Like it makes your face glow a little more it busts yeah. you out your eyes yeah so maybe the pink it's false hair-
1: advertisement <laughs> i'm just saying it
0: makes your face match the the youngs of of the pink so you know what i mean so like yeah
1: yeah, yeah. no it- i need to go get full reconstructive plastic surgery before i even do like a light fuchsia highlight no i get what you're saying andrew go fuck yourself <laughs> I, I get it. I get
0: it. No, but what I'm, my point with the pink hair is, is that it's like if a guy if I like started skateboarding now at right. 40, people would be like, who the fuck are you starting to skateboard at 40? I feel like with pink hair, it's like you're gonna have to like kind of show that you were kind of about pink hair maybe before Yeah. You know, like maybe in your early or like early twenties, like you're kind of like a rebel, but then boom. Yeah, I think you should do it, by the way. I'm pro-pink. I'm not trying to discredit you. I'm just saying- I was
1: just going to do a light, like, rose gold wash. (laughs) Just for, like, three days to feel alive post-election. Like, I'm not even out here trying to, you know, do mollies or, uh, you know- I don't know, drink uh, the White Claws. I was just wanting to have a little rose gold so when I drove my car and I rolled the windows down, I could feel the wind in my hair. I'd have a little pep in my step. And everybody's been fucking shitting on it, so I won't do it. I won't do it. Everybody
0: said to do it. Just your mom shitting on it. And
1: I'm not shitting <laughs> on it. I can't hear you again. Are you serious? Yeah, the microphone keeps popping.
0: This isn't good. Here, wait, let me...
1: No, no, I can hear you. It's like when you, it, it just... Oh, talk again. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I think you just gotta hold it up.
0: Well, maybe. You want to switch mics? Can you hear it in this one?
1: Oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Use that one.
0: It won't affect anything, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's much better. It's not popping. Mm, hold on. Now you're you've gone away.
0: Wait. Wait. This one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I can hear you. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect.
0: Yeah? Okay.
1: Yeah. So what else has been going on, Andrew? What's happening? How's New York? How's life? How you feeling?
0: I'm good, I guess. I took Viagra yesterday.
1: Oh! How was that experience?
0: I've never taken it before, so I hooked up with this girl the other day. Mm-hmm. My erection uh, went away. When I wear condoms, and I know you should wear condoms, especially during COVID and, and just in life. Uh, yeah. My, I, 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 maybe I'm getting older. I don't know, maybe I have circulation issues, speaking issues, but my boner has been failing me. Uh, And I don't know, it could be, I'd like to blame the antidepressants. I gotta blame something, you know. Um, I feel like
1: it's for sure the antidepressants. Isn't that like the number one side effect? It's like weight gain and and boner loss?
0: Well, that and and orgasming is tough. So. um,
1: Oh, fuck
0: but Hey, no anxiety or depression. So that's true. I'm pretty cool with it.
1: <laughs> it's already, you know, well, I mean, women are already like, it's a little bit harder, you know, for us to get off. So if you had to tell me that, and I'd either be like, I'm going to have a panic attack every day, but still be able to orgasm. I probably would take that. And as somebody who deals with anxiety, like you, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't get the depression. I get the, the real angst angsty. You know? Oh no, I,
0: I get that too. I get that. Yeah. Too. Do you? I it comes in angst and then it goes down, and then a lot of.
1: Mine just stays you know, up. It stays up through the roof, and then I'm able to bring myself down. But I mean, I've had like situational depression, you know, but I haven't had like like where I can't get out of bed.
0: So wait, so you? I would just rather anxiety. have anxiety attacks than have an yeah. orgasm once a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I say that now, but then check in in about five hours when I'm having a panic attack, and I'll probably be like, take my pussy. I don't care. <laughs> Sew it up. I just want to feel good again.
0: <laughs> Send it to Bill Murray. Um yeah. No, yeah, I uh, it is, yeah. So I feel like there's drugs for it. Like, so I was talking to my buddy. He actually has the same thing. He's a very anxious person. Yeah. So he gave me, so, so Viagra had like a, um, a, a uh, two-for-one no. <laughs> a sale <laughs> they had a bogo no yeah. so viagra apparently had like a, a monopoly on this drug until i forget it's like Symfidel or something i think that's a wine but um mm. yeah <laughs> and so now it's like so cheap to get the boner pills
1: and of you could course. get them
0: online through this company called roman or through HIMSS, and you don't even, you just fill out a form. You never talk to a doctor, and they send you dick pills. It's, like, not even a thing.
1: Oh, Jeff gets his hair pills from HIMSS.
0: Yeah. So Are they a
1: sponsor of the podcast? Because they should be. I mean, literally, <laughs> Jeff gets his hair, he he takes, like, hair growth, you know, so his, the top of it stays full and fluffy. I'm like, great. Does it work? It does work, but the thing is, I was going to try and freeze my eggs, possibly next month, and then we were going to make an embryo. I'm like, let's go ahead and make an embryo. I know I'm having babies with you, not with another dude, so let's go ahead. And, you know, you have the best option if you make an embryo. But then my all my doctors were like, yo, if he's on these hair pills, your baby's going to have a horse hoof growing out of its head, so now i got to get him off the hair pills before we can make an embryo.
0: So he has to go bald to give you a good-looking baby?
1: Did give me just like a baby with teeth. You know, not even a good looking one. (laughs) Just one that has like all of its facilities. (laughs) Faculties, not facilities.
0: (laughs) I love it. He has to go bald, so then he'll never be able to come in another woman. Yeah. So he can only come in you and give you a a baby with teeth
1: i just need i just need clean sperm for like two months i'm not asking him to go off of it for six years like you know and he was like well we might get married like our wedding might actually happen so i'm like great then you can catch up jeff i don't want to fucking hear it but in the meantime my doctor literally was like your baby will have one eye on the back of its head and three on its feet so get off the hair pills
0: might be pretty cool well
1: actually it (laughs) might might be pretty cool (laughs) what are the side effects of viagra and how did you feel
0: uh, my dick was too big. No, no. Really? It was okay. funny. No, no, no. It's funny when I was taking a Viagra because I was like, "What have I ever been hard? Like, mm-hmm. maybe I have a 14 inch penis. I just have never and been really erect." <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not the case, but um, it's 12. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's small. It's big. It's a medium. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, I take the pill by myself. I'm not even with a woman. I just wanted a test run, kind of like yeah, like that's uh, smart. Yeah, taking a vaccine, kind of just kind of figuring it out. And uh, I documented it and I thought, my worry was if I would take it and then go on a date with a girl that I thought would, you know, lead to sex, Mm -hmm. I'd get a hard-on before the appetizer even came out. And I'm, you know, or we're watching a movie and we're watching like a sad movie, like Schindler's List or something. And I have a rock hard-on before we even like hook up. Right. So I was worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take it, but I only take 10 milligrams. Apparently you could take up to a hundred, but I take the uh, 10.
1: I think a hundred the tip of your dick explodes. No, I, w- I would start with 10 ease into it. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go full throttle the first no, time. No, absolutely not. So I do 10
0: and I just sit and wait and then they're like, no, you got to like stimulate yourself. So I did, I watched, I watched some yeah. porn and I, w- I was a rock. It was, it, I don't know. It could be placebo whatever but it really made me feel very um at ease knowing that there's a pill out there to fix this situation next time I hook up with a girl like it really like I'm sure a lot of guys because it creates it's not just the sex it's like the woman will think oh you're not into me and then it leaves the bedroom and then it's like a downward
1: spiral of just shit show
0: yeah like when a guy doesn't get hard with you Mm-hmm. Do you take it never. personal? Never, never happened.
1: happened. <laughs> Andrew, never. I mean, I've been with Jeff for so long. But here's the thing. We still have a very he- healthy, happy, wonderful sex life. Again, because we don't see each other all the time. Like, I think we still, it's very exciting. It ha- It's not routine yet. Even after 10, almost 11 years, I still, even if I'm on the road or he's working in New York or we try and like be independent so when we see each other it's like I'm ready to fuck you know what I mean
0: I know it's so interesting though it's like how long but you have lived together though before but yes yeah. you've been It it is no it's spicy I mean it's almost like should you have two different bedrooms in your apartment or in your house right so then you can like sneak off into each other's and like it's, it still makes fucking fun right but, so you've never been with a guy that lost his heart on maybe back in your day when you were hammered
1: I mean yeah hammered like whiskey dick I was with a guy though that uh, god why I told you about the micro penis story right no like a real micro penis there was a guy in college who everybody loved him whatever we were wasted I went home and I was gonna about to hook up with him and he dropped his pants and it was an actual micro penis and I didn't know what to do and I didn't want him to feel insecure and he literally in like a drunken super was like I know my dick's tiny (laughs) I was like (laughs) Okay. I just said, okay. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to like, say I concur. I didn't, you know, I wanted to stay positive. So at that moment, of course, my vagina just, it sucked back up, you know, it was closed for business, (laughs) but I, I kind of just let him hump my leg for the rest of the night. You know, I was just like, it's okay. It got weird. And then he, you know, he turned in like a, into a Bijan, just kind of humping my leg and and then i like got out of there i didn't know what to, I, I, it was so uncomfortable for me just because i wanted to make sure that he didn't feel bad about it mm-hmm. you know but yeah. that was the that was the last time we saw it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i think there's a difference between a micro penis and then a penis that can't get hard right so it's like oh no no absolutely
1: yeah, yeah no i've been with dudes or yeah you know can't get a hard on because but i don't drink fucked up
0: so I don't have oh, a scapegoat fuck. like that ruins the scapegoat of like whiskey dick. Like at least when I was yeah. drinking, I'd be like, God, ah, fucking had too much scotch. Yeah. You know, but you know, this was a problem. I couldn't have an orgasm with my ex-girlfriend like ever because the Zoloft, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. And uh, it, it constantly was an issue. You know, it made her more jealous when I was with other girls, because if I'm not coming with her, then, you know, I'm not right. I'm into other women. Anyways.
1: But there are also moments, too, I feel like, with women, I can speak for myself, like, there's certain things that can definitely, on the other end of it, like, women can absolutely be like, I don't, nothing about this moment seems sexual. And it's not even about you not being able to get a heart on. There are moments where I'm like, my vagina couldn't pry open if you came down <laughs> here with, like, a heart, you know, tractor. Like, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's closed for business, and I just want to watch somebody feed Phil on Netflix and, like, leave me alone, you know? <laughs>
0: But you can fuck my leg. You can fuck my leg.
1: You can dry out my leg. But after that, like, I don't even want to talk to you. And it's not even like I'm anger. I'm I'm upset. It's just like, oh, God, no. You know, the dog looked at me weird. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the
0: thing with a soft dick. It could just, it's just, it's just a thing. Yeah. So anyways, but the pill worked. I can't wait to actually, like, use it with someone. And, like, maybe someone that I've had sex with before. And then they're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, my God. Like right. you can stay hard for three minutes now, you know? Something
1: How long did crazy? it last though? What was it like a, like a 10 hour? Boner? Still going baby. <laughs> oh <little> <laughs> That's why you wanted to zoom. Okay. You're <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, no, like honestly, like I, I did, I masturbated twice last night and I think part of me, I just wanted to prove it to myself. Yeah. That I could like power through. Good and, for uh, you,
1: Andrew. I'm glad you have a glow about you today. Your beard <laughs> looks nice. I mean, you're you're just doing great. You got in shape, and now um, you got I'm a hard trying. dick.
0: I'm trying. I know it all adds up. Uh, <laughs> I did shows, uh, live shows in Cincinnati. How was it? It was interesting. It was yeah. spread out. They put up a barrier. It felt like a hockey, like, ring. Like people, like there's glass in front of people, so their laughs, like, would just hit the glass and like. So, but you could still kill. Yeah. Um, I had a funny moment. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. I was talking to a couple in the front row. And um, the one guy, I go, what do you drive? And he goes, a BMW M2. And I was like, "Oh, what's that, like 100 grand? Mm
1: -hmm. And his
0: girlfriend, without skipping a beat, goes, it's only (laughs) 55,000. Right? And so I'm like, oh, what a poor piece of shit. So then I go, what do you drive? I swear to God, she goes, a 94 Corolla.
1: (laughs) You're like, my girl, I'll see you in the parking lot after this. Let me take my dick pills and then let's get freaky. Yeah. I'm just thinking like,
0: where, where does the confidence come from? Is it her, does she just think she has the best pussy on earth? Like, is she like rolling down her (laughs) windows in her Corolla being like, you want this? You want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I
1: mean, well, was she like, did the couple seem fitting you know, or was he like a much older kind of wealthy guy? She was a little bit slutty. Like, what was the vibe?
0: Oh, you know what?
1: Aesthetically. Well,
0: yeah, it felt fitting. It felt fitting. I, okay. I think I think he's kind of newish money, and she's real proud of it. But right. But it was just very interesting to hear her, like, the tone in her voice mm-hmm. of saying it's only $55,000 <laughs> to a 94 Corolla. It was...
1: She's like, listen, I know that I got a guy who's got a $55,000 car. That's what's up, M2. I found him on Craigslist. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've never been impressed by cars. I think we talked about this when you were bragging on your Corolla, which I was very excited about your Corolla purchase. Cars, like if you roll up with like a, a G-Wagon, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be like, oh, okay. Did you pay your taxes? I don't know why, but cars don't do it for me. And because I you gotta,
0: can afford yeah. your own g wagon.
1: But, No, but for the longest time I could not, I mean, I'm just good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Cars just aren't that thing for me. What is that thing? Probably your airline status. Honestly, (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. Like if you're like, you know, if you have status on an airline, I'm like, okay, you get those upgrades. I'm like, you travel, you do things. All right. You think that
0: it's because it's connected to your father, like your dad would be impressed.
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Well, and, and my dad was a pilot, so, like, we had, um, like, a Beechcraft Baron, which was a cool, like, stuff, oh, God, I can't even talk, um, propeller plane, and um, so my dad, like, even though he was a su- successful dude, he drove a Lincoln Town car till, like, the wheels fell off, but he's like, but I had an airplane, you know what I mean? I don't know, it's that mentality, like, never show anybody what you really have, you
0: know? Unless you're in my airplane.
1: <laughs> yes, unless you're in my airplane. And then I will turn around and be like, I'm rich motherfucker. Yeah.
0: I love it. I've talked about it before, but my brother like wears a real shitty watch. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm just a regular guy, shitty watch. Uh by the way, you wanna come over to my two mansions where yeah. my sh- where I have another shitty watch in there? It's just it's it, funny. Like, uh, what's his name? Buffett, uh not Warren Buffett, drove like the same Lincoln Town car his yeah. whole life and drinks cherry coke and he's just a regular man
1: but he's also one of the guys who's like, you shouldn't have a credit card. You should only use debit cards. Like there's some, sometimes you're like, all right, Warren, he still lives in Nebraska. Like, you know, you can have a beach house. You don't have to be that humble. He's probably like, you know, uh, has paper towels outside on a clothing line reusing them. Like that's just frugal. It's yeah. Too- what a
0: waste eating what turkey waste. sandwiches. Like we make turkey sandwiches for lunch and dinner. I know I have a $90 billion, So we're a turkey sandwich family
1: right like go fuck yourselves if i you had that put much mayonnaise money-
0: on half the bread <laughs> fuck you warren
1: fuck you. you old bitch yeah he's like a cheese and crackers and a, like a sprite kind of guy that's a snack i'm like no i want a fucking seafood tower if i got that kind of money i'm having a shrimp cocktail at five every day what's the point of having the money if you're not gonna fucking spend it like a dickhead uh, exactly Wait, are when's your birthday again andrew
0: april 18th what are you gonna get me
1: um, what do you want? Spinners for the Corolla, mm-hmm.
0: dude? What happened to spinners?
1: I don't think we need to bring them back.
0: I mean, Let's where did do they it. go?
1: Uh, uh, to a landfill? I don't know. Nobody's no, them I'm just a wondering. Carnaval.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering where the trend went. I guess rappers stopped using them. Um, I mean.
1: You know, it was like the old limo days. Remember the stretch limo? That's what you showed up to in like the Emmys, the MTV Music Video Awards. Now everybody wants to be in like a low profile black suburban. That's all anybody gets <laughs> in. Again, they're Tahoe, you know, the S, the the Denali, whatever it is. I feel like that, that type of like show up in style, it has nothing to do with the car you're in anymore. But I
0: feel like the black suburban, that is like, I always found it very funny that the the president of the United States is like, where well, he's going to be incognito in a black suburban. It's like, yeah. no, that's the car. It's like a, a pedophile driving a white van. It's like, right, right. that's the car that, w- so like if you show up in this black suburban, it's like showing up in a Lamborghini. You're showing your status through not showing status, I guess. But
1: You are, but what I really think we should do is invest in a stretch Hummer limo. And that's what we roll up to. Yeah, I, I bet we could get one probably for like 20K, oh, honestly. Yeah.
0: One of the zebra ones with the hot tub?
1: Fuck yes. I swear to God, I will look at one online and see if we can purchase it. I just want to leave it in, in, parked in front of my house all the time so the HOA gets pissed. You I know would what move, I mean? I'd
0: move to Atlanta if you bought that. I'd live in it. You could live in it. <laughs> I would. I don't want to give your mom COVID. I'd live in the Hummer. And we'd yeah. put up the thing so no uh-huh. one gets sick. I'd just drive it around. Yeah. You know? I, I would move to Atlanta. Just give me a job. All I need is 70K and dental.
1: Well, dental actually, I don't even have, so I can't give you dental. I'll give you, I got a great chiropractor though. I'll give you free chiropractic. I've never do done cra- that. Oh, it's fucking great.
0: I've been you, watching do- it on TikTok.
1: Yeah. Oh, I That's- can't see. I can't watch it. I can watch like people pop zits. I cannot watch people get their neck cracked. That fucking terrifies me.
0: Do you get your neck cracked? Fuck yeah. So you're afraid it- to see it, but you're not afraid to get it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How?
1: Well, there's something about hearing somebody else's neck pop that's terrifying. But when you do it in the moment, you know you're going to feel so good after. Like, I mean, I, my my shoulders are up to literally my ears <laughs> until the guy. He's like, "You got to release," Heather. and then I like hold my breath. He's like, "You got to breathe," and then he cracks my neck. I mean, I'm terrified the whole time. But
0: what? It's great. W- I would. That's my fear, though. It's like I don't understand how. Whatever they obviously know what they're doing, but to crack. Yeah. From breaking your neck to yeah. fixing your neck. It, it, it blows my mind. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. Have you seen the babies getting adjusted that I can't handle that? Oh, they'll do like infants, like a 10 week old infant, and they're getting, you know, their, their back realigned. That's fucking terrifying. I'm I like, mean, okay.
0: What is that? Did the doctor have little hands?
1: Yeah, no. He's full <laughs> palm, just <laughs> on the back of the skull, just twisting it.
0: It's not another baby, Mm-mm. a little Mm-mm. baby chiropractic.
1: No, it's not a baby on baby chiropractor. <laughs> and it's funny, because I have friends that are physical therapists. I have an oddly large amount of friends who are in PT, and PTs hate chiropractors, and it's like this whole beef. And they'll be like, wow, you're going back to the chiropractor? Okay. And I'm like, I got a goddamn migraine. You know what I mean, Claire? I'm sorry you're stretching some old man's <laughs> groin out, but I, I need a second. Like, let me live my life. They also, hate each Also,
0: learn both. Yeah. Do both. Offer both.
1: It's Work called together business.
0: <laughs> Work together. We're all in this together. Both sides. Are we, are we? Who knows? How is Georgia right now?
1: Georgia's great. Georgia's thriving. We're chilling. I mean, I got a fair amount of go fuck yourself hate after people found out I didn't vote for Trump, which was, it was wild, dude. I've, I've Some of the messages from people... One, the fact that somebody would take time out of their day to message someone on a on a social media platform and say, like, I, I was just at my goddaughter's christening this weekend and somebody messaged me, I hope that baby gets COVID. Like, some of this shit was so out of control. It really kind of, I, I couldn't even laugh at it. It actually made me feel sad for, like, the state of the world. And then I just had fun telling everybody to go fuck themselves. I was like, if you're this nuts, I don't I literally sit on a bag of ticks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was,
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, Georgia, I mean, it was huge. I, yeah, I mean, turn it's not, blue, yeah, it
1: wasn't even the Georgia fans. I'm sorry, that's not what I'm saying, but just overall in general, I think people don't realize being in the public eye, anybody can message you at any time when you have a public profile. And the wild messages were so wild, I was like, this is fucking nuts. But Georgia's great. I've been trying to tell every all you New York assholes and, and, California assholes, we're doing the damn thing down here. You need to get on our level. Uh,
0: look, I'm not the type to go. Oh, they're all down there bang old, wangle, voting red, loving Trump. I don't think that. I think most of them are dumber than that. No, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate you.
0: No, no. I, You're I'm from not, Florida, Andrew. I'm not an elitist at all. I'm really not. I, I just, I just watched this um, documentary called Hillbilly. Have you seen it? Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. It's all about the people in Kentucky and the Appalachian Mountains.
1: Is this a new one?
0: Um, It's on Netflix. I think it's been out for like two years. Because so I'm obsessed with Hill people.
1: Like the Appalachian Trail, that whole vibe. Like, what are we doing in the woods? You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, they're voting for Trump. They yeah, did they at are. least the first time. So this girl left there. She came back to her family. And, and you know, you start to empathize because you see why they voted for him because, you know, they're yeah. racist. No, mm-hmm. no, that's so funny. It's like that's why I empathize <laughs> <Yeah>. with <them. laughs>
1: And I am a liberal elitist, Andrew.
0: <laughs> no, because you know they they're afraid that their jobs are gone. They're coal right. job, They're all dependent on coal. So when right. you're just dependent on one thing, but then it's like it's tr like whatever. We don't have to get into the politics. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But it was just like I obviously get the elitism. I don't think I think some people are like, Oh, because you're an elitist is why these people like voted more for trump and like you can't be that progressive and it's like yeah you can't you can't because it's proven that you can win and be progressive you could want climate change uh or whatever you want heal <laughs> climate yeah. change you want people pro-choice for women and that's about it like that's all that's all and that's medicare for all those are the three things it's not socialism it's just like three things that's all well
1: it's also on both sides right the far left is saying ever we're all gonna be it's fascism which i actually think like donald trump kind of treats the world like he's a dictator and then on the right they're like you're all socialists it's like whatever happened of just being a moderate you know fucking libertarian where you're like we should be legal you should be able to get health care why don't we all get taxed the same so we just all chill the fuck out i mean call me crazy call me fucking crazy
0: well we don't have to go to, because people hate when I talk about politics because I'm a, just a fun comedian.
1: <laughs> oh, the amount of people that were like, <laughs> really wish she would just stay out of um, <laughs> politics and entertain. I was like, one, it's not dance puppet dance. Two, do people not realize that this is like our Super Bowl? Like I'm actually sick of making Trump jokes and shit. And Obviously. I never, done and I yeah. didn't get into politics before, but it's like, this is one of the biggest elections of our life. When people say, like, you're an entertainer, don't talk about it. Okay, that's like going into, I don't know, T-Mobile and yelling at the guy, Rick, who's selling you cell phone service and being like, hey, Rick, you sell cell phones? Nobody gives a fuck about your opinion. Like, yes. I, I, I'm i over it. I'm so fucking over that excuse.
0: I also just, like, I, I this guy, <laughs> Trump is not accepting defeat. It's like, we have a reason to be so upset about this. this fucking man who fucking just, is firing everybody who's an absolute narcissist, doesn't give a fuck about the coal people in Appalachian. They thought they would. They thought maybe he would help. Whatever.
1: Anyhow. Did you hear Melania has a boyfriend though? Let's talk about Melania. I'm like, blink twice, sis, if you need me to come get you. Okay. She apparently has a boyfriend, has had a boyfriend for a long time. I've heard this. yeah, and she and Trump were going to break up. But then he won the presidency and he was like, yo, your contract's not up. I need you to re resign this because I need you to be first lady. Like, listen, I'm not defending Melania, but she didn't sign up for this. Point blank, period. But then I saw the photos of her, who they think like her boo thing is. And he is hot. Good for her. Good for her. Oh, I just kicked a trash can. Hold on.
0: Wait, wait so there's photos of him?
1: Yeah. Hold on, let's look him up. Yeah, there, he's hot, and he was apparently the security guard at the Tiffany's, like, head of security at, like, Trump Tower or something. Yeah, she, you know she's got a boyfriend on the side. Come on now.
0: No, I heard this from- uh, Since Hank. I heard this before Trump ever even won, that about Melania had, like, a full-on other, like, relationship. And apparently Trump does, too, obviously, when he's, you know, yeah. fucking porn stars. I mean, obviously, he's fucking other women. Uh, well,
1: I guess the whistleblower was like a production assistant on the um, his show, The Apprentice. And they said whenever they would send a car to pick up Melania, they never picked her up from Troma Tower. She like lived with this guy, Hank. So his name's Hank Sammers. Simmers. I don't know if this is true. I just like stirring the pot. <laughs> but I'm like, yes. Like, these are the things I can get behind is trying to find and and figure out who Melania is having sex with. You know, I don't know. It, it, it excites me.
0: Yeah, no, it feels like a soap. Like a soap.
1: Yes. 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 Um,
0: you know, I, it's, it will be fun when she divorces him after he right. loses and whatever. I just, I don't want to talk about him anymore. I, this yeah, is the thing, like, how we I don't want to talk about this. We don't it's, like, I yeah. really don't. So then why do you do it? Well, because I feel like it's like a civic duty to get this fucker out. Like if it was a different Republic, I swear to God, like I've never talked about politics before. I really Either. haven't.
1: Andrew, I've been a registered Republican. I voted for McCain. That was my first time I was able to vote. And then I voted for Mitt Romney. Then I voted independent. No, then I voted Hillary. And then I voted Biden. And I still I I voted for Hillary and I walked down and I went, yeah, I don't feel great about it. You know, like I think there's just a lot of people who are everyone just I felt like at least with Biden, I, I was able to take a deep breath like, oh, OK, can we just fuck even if it's a placeholder for four fucking years, the guy may not have that long. Can we just have a deep breath and then let two women run in 2024 and then let's uh, let Mother Goose go into the White House and clean some shit up. You know what I'm saying?
0: I feel you, girl. I feel We need,
1: you. We need a mom to be like, go to your goddamn room, Texas. You know, <laughs> go to your room. nevada i don't know just everybody needs to go to their room and think about some shit for a while i just want to
0: i just want to love everyone
1: um did you find though on the kentucky hillbilly documentary um there is something i've always said like god forbid knock on wood i have to go to jail as a white woman i am more afraid of like the white supremacist like a white meth head redneck that i am of anybody in like the latin kings any other gang like i feel like i could vibe with them but there's something about that kentucky that deep-rooted redneck meth head that they just have a superhuman power i wouldn't be able to handle i don't know how i could 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 communicate with that amount of energy do you know what i'm saying Mm,
0: yeah i see what you're saying i mean no the woods is scarier than the streets
1: that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's something about it's like, um, yeah, I couldn't survive an hour and a half alone in the woods. No, never. I wouldn't be able to know how to make a spear. I wouldn't mm-hmm. know how to make a fire. I wouldn't right. know how to like figure out which berry to eat. You know what I mean? Like you put me alone in the woods. I, I'd probably just kill myself within the first 10 minutes just to get it over with. And then they'd be like, look, you were like five minutes from the highway. And I was like, Oh, How do you know? A sundial?
1: They're like, there was a McDonald's literally, (laughs) maybe a a 45-minute walk north. And you're like, fuck. I I hung myself (laughs) in this tree. Why did I do this? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you could have called Seamless. They go to those woods a
1: lot. (laughs) Yeah. Dropped a pin. They would have figured it out. It's 2020. We lost power here like three weeks ago. And we didn't have power. Like half of Atlanta didn't have power for- I don't know, two or three days. How, how close
0: were you to eating your mom?
1: Oh, it got very <laughs> dire, very quick. And I had one of those moments where I was like, I know zero survival skills. Like I need to start training mixed martial arts. And I became very protective of the house. I, we had the lanterns and everything, but it was just fucking eerie when the street lights aren't on and you can hear the wind howling and you got to sleep with the window open to like keep an eye on the front door. You're like, what the fuck is happening? I wouldn't survive. I wouldn't last the apocalypse. Fuck no.
0: But I love that. Like everyone thinks they gotta learn like kung fu. It's like no, buy a gun. Yeah, you know, you probably should learn how to shoot a gun. Like I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, we got we gotta we got guns. You know, it's funny when my friends from California visit Georgia and I go to like the shooting range and they this their heads would explode. I'm like, yeah. no, like we also hunt and do things outdoorsy. Like I'm not just running around packing. You know,
0: all my friends had guns growing up. Yeah. And then I lived with a guy and he would get so drunk and fight with his girlfriend and they had a gun in the house. Oh, and I fuck. think she like broke a pan over his head one time. And I was like this, I'm going to show up one night hammered and like not have my keys and go yeah. through the back door and end up with nine bullets in me and be like, dude, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bre, I couldn't get out the door open. bro,
0: <laughs> Bre, you shot me nine times, dude.
1: Dude, come on, Rodney. Why the (laughs) fuck do you do that, (laughs) bruh?
0: I'm bleeding bad, bruh.
1: Dude, what the fuck? I brought (laughs) him a DiGiorno's. (laughs) Dude, I was going to cook a
0: DiGiorno's, cut you off the big slice. And now I got nine bullets in me, dude?
1: Dude, I asked you, I text you right before I came home, take the Hidden Valley Ranch out of the fridge so it would be room temp for the pizza, brawl.
0: Dude, it's God gotta be room town. You know what we'll do? We'll just mix my blood with the cold ranch. That will heat it up. It'll be like sriracha.
1: Ooh, uh, literally it'll be like a chipotle ranch. Oh, dude. Yeah,
0: dude, with my blood <laughs> holes, dude. Hell yeah. And then we go to hospital, dude, and maybe check out my GERD because I, we ate all that pizza, dude. Oh, also the bullet holes, dude.
1: Dude, let me tell you what, real talk. My GERD <laughs> has been through the roof. How about yours? <laughs> I had surgery for GERD, Andrew. In what do school. you mean? I had such bad, like very a la Ashley Simpson. I used to sing and the acid reflux like burned a nodules on my vocal cords. So I had to have surgery in high school. I mean, I used to sleep up, like propped up, like weekend at Bernie's. Cause I couldn't even lay down at a 45 degree angle. Cause I without would.
0: Without burn? Without, without the burning.
1: burn. Uh-huh. Did you
0: ever think it was a heart
1: attack? Yeah, but I was also in like the best shape of my life at like 17. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And it was just. I had bad acid reflux.
0: Was it stress? What, what did the doctor say it was? Because I, I had the same thing forever.
1: At the time, he said it was stress, even though I didn't feel stressed out. I was like, I'm 17, chilling, bro. Um, but yeah, I had, ended up having to have surgery for it.
0: What's the surgery do?
1: They basically stick a laser down your throat, and they um, got the nodules off my vocal cords. I couldn't oh. talk for a month. I had to carry a whiteboard around school and like write on the whiteboard. It was fucking torture. It was hell.
0: Yeah. You not speaking for a month? Did you learn anything through that experience, you think? Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) No. I was like, this is bullshit. Life isn't fair. Why, God? I'm sure all my classmates were like, God, this fucking annoying bitch finally shut the fuck up. But
0: you're just writing loud? Yeah. You're like, fucking God. <laughs> nodules. Well, you don't know well how to cats. spell nodules. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's like noodles. Noodles. Uh, um, what was? Do you have a moment in your life where you feel like was the most? What's the most pivotal moment, other than I would assume your dad passing away? Yeah. In your life, that that changed you. Was there a night when you were like hammered and you did something fucked up, or like was there any pivotal moment that you could look back on, or do you look back on? There's some things that didn't affect me then, but if affect me now of how they didn't affect me then. Does that make sense? Like,
1: Yes. Well, I had one uh, in like the seventh grade. You know, you, I was in that awkward stage where you're kind of growing out of your baby fat and you're getting those like tiny baby bud titties. Like your your body can't figure out if it wants to be a woman or, you know, watch Rugrats forever. And <laughs> I I was going through a growth spurt and I wanted you to- You can't really- watch
0: Rugrats with huge pits. Yeah. yeah, you
1: can't. You can't. <laughs> And I was in that not, you know, I'm, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman stage. and nodules, nodules, <laughs> And I remember I tried to have, this sounds so, somebody's going to get upset about this. I tried to have an eating disorder for like four days. And I like, you know, but when you're in 13, you lose weight like that. And I got thin for this guy. I was like, finally, I'm like, not a chubby kid anymore. Like, here I am. And then I realized he was gay. I literally had that moment where I was like, I think Brendan's so cute. One of my girlfriends was like, he's gay, Heather. Like, you're in the seventh grade. Like, honey, he's in theater with us. And I had that moment where I was like, oh, I will never change myself for anybody else. I, that was a pivotal moment of like that youth where even in, at 13, it clicked to me. I was like, oh, fuck this. I can only be myself. You know what I mean? If my titties come in, they come in. I'm not worried about it. I can only do me. Thank you know?
0: God he was gay. I know if he was a straight male that like banged you out in the, under a tree in the woods, you would have had an eating disorder the rest of your life.
1: (laughs) I did. I tried. And then like three hours later I got hungry and my blood sugar was low. And I was like, this isn't worth it. Oh fuck (laughs) it. Fuck it. And then my titties grew in like a week later. So I was like, all right, it all balanced out. You know what I mean? How about you? Have you had any aha moments?
0: I mean, a lot of aha moments now. I'm trying to think when I was younger younger, like what were some of my aha moments um i was very small growing up i mean on that same kind of i never really like i i'm trying to think like i never had a moment in high school where i where i was like uh like confident enough to feel like i was good enough to have a girlfriend cuz i was like mm-hmm. an outsider being jewish in a private school in a christian right. private school and like I do regret, like, those are some of the things I regret, like, in high school, like, not because I won prom king. I could have, oh, I could have yes. done, I could, I was like afraid to go home to girls' houses and say I was Jewish, I guess, or like feel
1: like that breaks my heart. I, I, I it's so wild that you, especially in Florida, but I know that the part of Florida you were in was predominantly Protestant, Catholic, yeah, yeah it was just yeah, racist, I,
0: Episcopalian, and- <laughs> Episcopalian, but.
1: Yeah, but a lot of
0: that might have just been in my head. I mean, I'm sure it was right. because I had very good, I won prom king, like, right, uh, as a virgin, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like I was a king. I lose,
1: yeah, you were a king. I didn't lose my virginity till senior year of high school. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was freshman I year waited. in college. Uh, yeah, who no, did, no, no,
1: you, it was freshman year in college because I was 18. No, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, see, that whole year is blurred to me because one minute you're in high school, it's like the summer going into college, and then you're like, wait. I'm, a, I'm an adult now,
0: Dude, but that was I, the same
1: year, yeah. I
0: can't believe how little I drank and partied, and then by the end of freshman year, completely pale, depressed, <laughs> let myself go, like, staying in bed, yeah. like, cheated on everything, and, like, was, like, all in one year. Like, it was, freshman year was, it got ugly. Like, I wouldn't change my sheets, I would just flip the bed. My friends put anchovies under my bed, and the joke was on them I never realized.
1: <laughs> Dude, that's Tulane, though. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before. I've been to some parties at Tulane at some of those frat houses where you're like, I don't, everybody in here should have gangrene. I don't know how anybody's alive. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> we are a green wave, you know?
1: Yeah, that uh, is true.
0: The gangrene wave. No, I mean, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the dropout rate was like 30% at Tulane.
1: I mean, That's it's
0: nuts yeah it it's changed a lot, but I don't know what uh how are you how are you feeling like how did you feel how the Netflix show went, like filming it, being an actress, <laughs> like being on set
1: it dude, it was great to work again, like it felt nice to you know, feel like you have somewhere to go and have a responsibility. Like, I was like, actually didn't realize how much I craved uh, a sense of routine. Um, But it was wild. I mean, we were in Vancouver. Vancouver is beautiful. But we couldn't really do much. Like, it was, it felt... And, I, and respectfully, so I get it. You know, they wanted us to kind of stay locked down, even though Canada has very low cases of COVID, uh, but you're there to do a job. So I totally respected that. But, you know, I wanted to like get out and see some shit, but you kind of always have this like looming sense of paranoia in the back of your head. Like I, I can't, we would get tested basically every day. Uh, what if I even get a false positive? Like, oh my God, then everything gets shut down. So you really have like the weight of a network on your shoulders. They're like, don't fuck this up, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: you'll go home. Um, so thank god I made it out there live. But I mean it felt good to work. I'm ready. I know this is like the most trite thing to say, but Uh, We all are fucking sick of this year. It needs to get better. And most, I had one lady mess with me once. She was like, COVID's been hard on everyone. I'm like, listen, I had a hard fucking year, three years in a row. This was My COVID was three years ago. You know what I mean? Watching my dad die, having no fucking money, losing my job, doing all these things. So I've been there. And now we're back in it. So I've done this little tour of France, (laughs) if you will. Um, So for a lot of people, I think this year was the first time of them really going through some heavy shit. So now I think I'm just like, I'm, uh, let's get out of this. Let's go. You know?
0: how, how did the acting feel? Like being in front of the camera, like interacting? Did you feel comfortable? I
1: had no idea what I was doing. No, I forgot how to act. I forgot how to be a, <laughs> a performer. Sorry, I went on a COVID tangent. Yeah, yeah uh,
0: no, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, I get what you're saying with the COVID thing. I think, uh, I mean, every, the kind of cool thing is everyone's experiencing it. Like no matter yeah. how rich you are, how poor yeah. you are, everyone can get it. There's no, like, your kid can get a soccer game just like I could get it going down on a girl at a, a at a like, surprise nightclub that no one knows. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Any, anyone could get it. So it kind of puts us all together in a way, but...
1: A little bit like Misery Loves Company.
0: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. so, so you're acting. So do you feel like you nailed it, or what's your feeling on that?
1: Um, I was getting laughs, which is good, but the way things were kind of set up on set you know, village for people who don't know how a set works, like stu- video village is basically where everybody, you know, watches the monitors. So it's the producers, the directors, you know, all, all the basically important people who are basically going to tell you whether or not you're fired would always be far away. So you couldn't really hear a major response. It just, every, you know, we had shields on and a mask before you could start your scene. So it took a couple of days to actually like, feel like you had any chemistry with anybody on set because you were all in our little bubbles um but i forgot how to act i forgot how to work it took me like a full day to warm up but then i was like whatever let's have some fucking fun like i was just like i just miss i miss giggling buddy you know the
0: movie gonna come out
1: uh it's called love hard and it'll come out next christmas not this christmas christmas 2021 what's it about uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to say.
0: Oh, okay. Don't worry about
1: and, it. No, and, and only because I wasn't, I was, I had finished rapping. Okay. Because I've never done like a Netflix gig. I had already rapped. I was literally getting on the plane to go back to the States. And then I was officially allowed to announce what I was doing because Netflix has to like make these official announcements. So I was like, everyone's like, what are you shooting? I don't know. Everyone thought I was doing a Hallmark movie, which I just kept telling people I was. <laughs> so i don't know what you can say what you can't say it's it'll be a christmas movie and it's gonna be great
0: how did you feel about being around like other Real like actors? actors and like <laughs> were they were they the soap people you were talking about like
1: no everybody was
0: nice i saw you on a boat with them yeah
1: no everybody was great but it was interesting because uh there was another comic with me jimmy O yang do you know jimmy yeah yeah he's very funny he's great. Yeah. but it's funny it's it's funny working with like other comics and then working with like real professional actors who are you know who've been working since they were children i just it, everybody has a w- different workflow balance like all the real actors like went to the gym and jimmy and i would be like you want to go get pork dumplings you know what i mean you're <laughs> just like we're fine we know what so, our job here is
0: it is funny when you're like you do that you film for you know a few weeks and then yeah. you talk to jennifer lawrence and you're yeah. like i get it Law. i get mm-hmm. what you, i get you you know, you've done nine yeah. blockbuster movies in the last five years. You have an Oscar. You're you're uh, critically acclaimed. I get it. I I I was I did a Netflix movie, right? <laughs> you know, like, how did it feel talking to her? And was it surreal? Like, that's got to be like an imposter syndrome moment where you're like, okay, my podcast. I thought maybe like, you know, some you know housewives were listening to it. Turns out, no, biggest actress in the world. Like,
1: so how it all came about was I got an email one day from her. And I thought I, I thought it was like Jennifer Lawrence in accounting. I had no idea that it was like Oscar winner actress. And what's uh, your email? Yeah. <laughs> I won an Oscar. You're a baby back bitch at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, and she was like, I listen to your podcast. I listen to every single episode. I'm like, my mother's listened to like three episodes. So thank you for being a diehard Hard fan. I think mine was one. Yes, your mom yes. listened to. <laughs> She did. and She was like, "God damn it, this guy from Florida is wild." <laughs> um, no, it was awesome. I mean, th- that's the other thing too. It does kind of like a little bit of a mind fuck. You're like, "Oh, people actually are invested in my career. They actually listen to this shit." Like, "Oh God, again." Like, do people know that they're listening to Heather McMahon and Andrew? You know what I mean? Like, do yes. they know who they tuned into? um no it was awesome listen she's just a down-ass chick and i realize when you're at that level i think of fame and and you've worked since she, you're a kid you just want to sit around and like chit chat with your girlfriends and have a good time but you've been put on this pedestal and she's like no i'm just a down-ass chick who wants to giggle so she was really down to earth and cool and and i don't know it's just been a cool experience i'm guys- trying not to like play it up you know like well no i think yeah i mean I- yeah,
0: it'd be weird if you're like, yeah, I fucking talked to J-Law and next will be freaking uh, Halle Berry. I can't think of one other actress right. um, <laughs> for, <laughs> that hasn't been in a movie in 10 years. Uh, right. You know, but I mean, have you talked since the...
1: Yeah, no, we we had a, I, I think I can safely say, like, had a kind of nice, organic, uh, real chick friendship. Um for, for months before i brought her on the podcast so it was i was like listen i want you to know like i'm I'm a normal ass girl um a normal ass girl why, why would i say that <laughs> i hated that phrase oh as it came out of my mouth i hated it i've never gone up to something like i'm a normal ass girl um but you know what like, do you think
0: I've, the name of your special would be Th- thick neck thin ankles that you say yeah. that a lot
1: thick bro. neck thin ankles most likely um yeah you have that, a couple I mean, of things,
0: yeah, that's a great phrase.
1: what I um, mean I, I yeah, started go. the Karen. I started Karen's a long time ago, so maybe it it's okay, karen like i i, I actually coined that term, so
0: <laughs> I feel like I channeled you You're in, welcome. A, in a new joke that I wrote, really? I used the name Rick. Oh, Rick 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 Rick's a great name.
1: Well, I got the name Rick because J-Law's manager is named Rick or something, and she had mentioned it before, and I was like, this is the most Hollywood thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Saying, hey, call my boy Rick to set it up. I was like, that I can't. I don't know who this guy is. I don't have a last name. All I know is if there's a Rick, and I can't.
0: (laughs) And the daughter, Mm -hmm. the name I've been using is Abigail. Is a Mm -hmm. good name for a joke.
1: Yeah, Isn't it funny
0: how certain names just, like, right away, Jeff is actually a good name, I think, for a joke.
1: Mark, I love a Mark for a husband. You know, <laughs> God damn it, Mark! That's it's a hard.
0: It's a, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I love I, Sue
1: Ellen. Sue Ellen's good. I've known a few
0: Sue Ellens. Yeah. Freaking yeah! It's um. It is interesting because like we talk, and then people in Florida will hear me on your podcast, like from my hometown of Vero Beach, and be like, "Wow, Andrew Collins on." And like, that's my mark, like that's yeah. me making it. And it's just funny to think about, like, you know, I don't know, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's interesting how famous certain people think you are by certain things that you do. And literally I took Viagra alone yesterday to see if I could get a hard on. Like that's, who, I'm just a normal ass man.
1: I'm just a normal ass man. Um, yeah, and that's, that's the other thing is, I, I think when you're in comedy, we're constantly, like humbling ourselves. Like I'm always the butt of my own joke. I'm never gonna make fun of anybody else before I make fun of myself. So some people were upset. They were like, Oh wow. J-Lo thinks she can be your friend. <laughs> like they think I'm like the, the, like everybody's sorority sister. I'm like, yeah, yo, I'm in that industry. I know I'm the giggle box. Like I'm just kind of the clown in the corner. I'm fine with playing that role, but I also am trying to be in, you know, more successful things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. They don't want, they, well, it's like an alternative artist, like, uh, right. you know, like Kings of Leon was great when they had their first two <laughs> Records, but then they sold out and made money and provided for their family. <laughs> what fucking losers! Yeah, you know, and it's like yeah. you are ours, Kings of Leon. And it's like, no, dude, I fucking wrote. Uh, I want a Sex on Fire, so
1: I'm. Sorry. And so I'd like a check. I would like a check in a boat. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. That's all I want. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Uh, the other half of like my followers, when I get like an ad or something, or I do a commercial, they're like fuck yeah, bitch is getting paid. We're here for it. We're going to Whole Foods. We're buying turkeys. Like, whatever it's for, they're like, we're on board. You know? Yeah. It was yeah. Just, which, is cool. which is very cool.
0: I feel like I have a nice fan base that likes to see me win. I think when, when they know that like
1: Andrew has a boner, yes, <laughs> that's the thing. It's such, that's how it's like
0: when you put on like a suit or you put on a dress and people are like, yeah. Oh my God, I had no idea. I thought you were a pig in mud and yeah. look at you, you really clean up by putting on a, a button down and it's like, bitch, what do you
1: think of me? <laughs> That's the biggest thing, because I realize I share so much of, like, my everyday life on Instagram, right? It's just, like, an extension of my stream of consciousness. But most of the time, I have zit cream on, I'm in pajamas, no makeup, so that when I put on, like, a slight flick of (laughs) mascara, people are like, Princess Diana? Is that you? I'm like, how rough do I fucking look most days? Apparently, like, a (laughs) troll under a bridge who asks you to tell riddles, you know? Fuck me. (laughs) It's so true. You mean so self-conscious. You're oh. a little self-conscious. Like, what, do I re- what am I actually putting out into the universe? And I'll have moments where I'm like, do, do I really share too much? I feel like I do, you know?
0: I felt that this morning when I woke up and I was like, did I really um, go by stages of when I would get a boner mm-hmm. by taking Viagra and admitting that I have an erectile dysfunction? <laughs> and then I was like, but then like when I get that moment of like that feeling of like embarrassment, I'm like, yeah, that's, I know it's hitting someone because mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. anytime
0: I get a good reaction, I get that gut feeling of like, oh fuck, what, a, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> <right>. like, what? <laughs> like, why did I fucking share that? And that's uh-huh. the good stuff, dude. That's when you get messages like, you know, I'm glad you said something about your <laughs> soft dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm here to change the world
0: you know but then, but then i want to write look my dick's usually hard like i want to defend it like i'm right. so, I'm self-deprecating but i'm also <laughs> like not and
1: that- then they just feel <laughs> an absorbent amount of shame because they actually can't get their dick hard and then <laughs> then you get a message like 20 minutes later from their girlfriend like hey andrew i hate to let you know but rick rick just killed himself and you're like no rick did he get stuck in the woods yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's a vicious cycle. It's yeah. a
0: vicious fucking cycle. Fuck, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, we definitely need to ride around in a Hummer and do something. I think I'll get
1: you- it. I will literally look on eBay, Craigslist, whatever. I, I can't imagine. Listen, you can get a Mercedes Sprinter van for like 30K. I'm what? sure we can get a old ass Hummer limo for nothing.
0: Zebra. It's gotta be zebra.
1: If not, cool. I have a guy who can do a custom paint. You know, we might have to get like a hot pink one and then do zebra stripes on top.
0: Maybe I go half playing- and half, maybe. Oh. Well, like you were saying, zebra on top, pink on below. Hot yeah. tub, uh, spinners, got to have spinners, 24s. Just keep- Sitting keeps. on dubs.
1: <laughs> you know, why not? Did I'm you from Atlanta. Did a car, by the way? Did I ever? I leased. What did you get? I got an Audi Q5, the hybrid.
0: The Quattro? Can I
1: be- yeah, I think so. Can I be honest? at the end of all of my like car saga at the end of the day, they're all equally as expensive. Like, like literally, if you get a souped up Subaru, it's the same price as, you know, a nice Audi. You're like, at this point, I might as well just get the, The you know, the Audi, but hopefully it's a tax write-off. I didn't buy it. My accountant was like lease it. And I said, I leased it. And she's great.
0: Do you feel like sometimes that like, like you stretch out getting the car because it's good content for your Instagram.
1: Um, honestly, well, now that you say it, maybe I did, but I almost, <laughs> I, I then at that point was like, I want to go to as many dealerships as possible <laughs> yeah. just because I know that these guys are going to be such tool bags that it will be good fodder. Maybe I subconsciously did that.
0: Go yeah, ahead. no, I'm wondering if I do stuff like, I wonder how much sometimes do I like, you know, I, fixing my room working out it's yeah. so much of it it's because i could get positive affirmation from people because well, which is saga, still good
1: your rug saga i was invested i was like this fucking rug get the right size andrew you know i mean
0: my mom was brilliant to throw it in the kitchen I, you know i don't cook so it's cool over there i got a kitchen yeah. rug i got a living room rug i got two plants you know what else does a man need
1: Nothing. And how do you feel living finally by yourself in the city? Do you think your energy is different? Do you feel... How are you feeling emotionally about it?
0: You know, when you got that Audi and you drove off the lot and you felt fucking fantastic. And then two weeks later, there's McDonald's wrappers on the floor and you don't (laughs) even realize you're in a nice car.
1: Yeah. That's that's
0: where I'm at with everything in my life.
1: Yeah. But,
0: But I'm trying to be more optimistic with it. Like I'm trying to like... You ever like walk around New York City and you try to put on vacation brain where you're like, mm. I get to be in New York. Like, pretend I'm a tourist. Like, I'm getting to see this or experience this. I live here. And you have to almost tell yourself to enjoy it.
1: Does oh, that-, that was every day I lived in New York. And I love New York. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. You're like, okay, <laughs> today is a day I'm going to walk to the West Village and get a <laughs> croissant. Yeah, of course I know that.
0: So that's kind of how it is. It's like, I have my own place in New York city. It's a walk up that hundreds of thousands of people had to die for me to afford.
1: And a rat ate my face last night, but damn it. I'm a big girl in the big city. (laughs) I'm just a normal ass rat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. So yeah, no, but it's good. You know, the idea of like, you know, with COVID and stuff, if I want to have someone over, I don't have to worry about a roommate. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, i don't live fucking an hour outside the city in brooklyn like yeah like every, but you know you forget everything's at your doorstep like i could go do a comedy show and walk there or like i could right. go meet a friend and just i'm already here so in that like retrospect it's pretty cool but who knows with the second wave of covid it was probably all gonna be shut down anyway. so
1: yeah do they think it oh god whatever what the fuck is going on I mean, it's real. I mean, my mom just had pneumonia and I know your mom's fragile and like my mom had pneumonia and thank God I got her to the doctor, no COVID, but pneumonia. And he, and the doctor was like, if she gets COVID after surviving pneumonia, that's going to be what takes her out. And you're like, fuck me. Gosh. So I'm just paranoid. I'm paranoid. Yeah. That is good. We're going to be great. But you know, those little things where it's like, I had a UTI last week. Am I, am, am I next? You know, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Does anyone know? Fauci. What happens if you have a urinary tract infection and then get a light cough? What happens? <laughs> she did,
0: she died of covid.
1: I think it was her pussy. I think it was <laughs> that tiny urethra.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's I mean my brother has like my brother, they all got it. My nephew, yeah. they all had it and it's like you know, they they were sheltered. They were like really good about it, but Yeah. They they got it which is just fucking whatever. I mean, the vaccine, that Pfizer thing, hopefully it comes out and then we could all, then I'll have to wear condoms and I could have a heart on again.
1: You you can literally take as many boner pills as you want. You could run around New York City with your dick out. No mask, no glove, all love.
0: And on that note, you can find Heather McMahon on Instagram.
1: (laughs) That's what's up.
0: (laughs) That's what's up, dude, all day. Yo, dude, you're bleeding right now, dude.
1: Dude, get that. Hidden Valley Ranch, plug it in the holes, and let's stop the bleeding, dude.
0: (laughs) Nothing (laughs) a little. Cheese in the crust, dude. Put it in there. You did, dude. You're not even bleeding, dude.
1: Double stuff, dude. What's up? Yeah, (laughs) bro.
0: Dude, I I eat crust first, dude. Just like, yeah, that's what I did, dude.
1: That's why I shot you, dude. That's (laughs) fucking weird. (laughs) And (laughs) I
0: understand, dude. Yeah. I completely get it, dude I, I, I completely empathize, dude
1: Dude, you're a great roommate I'm glad you live here, but I did have to shoot you Because only a psychopath eats the cross first Okay, and that's on God, period
0: <laughs> That is on God, dude Alright, I love you I love you Thank I you, you. you. Puddles, puddles Everybody now puddles, puddles Puddles, puddles Puddles, puddles Puddles, puddles everybody now puddles puddles everybody get up because you get down if you're getting too close you know you're getting wet if you're getting too close you know you're getting wet you're standing in deep you're getting real wet you ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart you'll never get that deep inside the water girl You'll never get that the D- titles titles Cup, cup, titles, puddles. Cup, cup, titles, puddles. Cup, cup, titles, puddles. Titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> titles, titles, <coughs> Everybody now, titles titles Everybody get up because you get down. When you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so Mm -hmm. deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I Mm -hmm. am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm Mm -hmm. so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Titles, titles, cup, t- up t- titles, t- titles, titles. T- t- titles, titles, cup, up titles, 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 up titles, titles. Everybody, t- t- hot- everybody Pe- now, titles, titles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yep, hot.